Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Time for the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your weekend was a good one. Man, it went by fast. Great time on Friday at Bears Best and Swanee for our chili dip open. We'll be getting into that during the show today. And not quite the uh, 100 miles an hour weekend uh, for the Blue family. We checked it on back a little bit this weekend which we needed to do. So uh, feeling better today, rested up, ready to go, full week here at The Fan. And um, glad you're listening to us, whether it's on 680 or 93.7. Maybe uh, you're listening to us online, 680thefan.com. We got the mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Cumming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com. South Point Financial got us covered on the smart speaker listeners out there. And we got a full house today. We got Nerney. We got Road Dog Gillespie in the house, which is a pleasure. Road Dog, we got to get those Bulldogs a win in basketball. It's been a long run here. And it's time to get to work, Nerney. I'm ready. Bucks. Big take. I'm convinced Major League Baseball Commissioner is an idiot. Rob Manfred's his name. And he actually thought his strategy of locking out the players back in December was... He thought that that would actually jumpstart negotiations on a new CBA. I kid you not. That's what he thought. He thought that if he locked out the players, they would get to an agreement quicker. What an idiot. And now today, baseball fans everywhere are staring at a deadline at the end of the business day today that would cancel the regular uh, cancel regular season games for the first time in 27 years. The owners have not shown good faith in negotiations. And because of that, the meeting got heated on Saturday, brother. They were going at it. Thought Matt Scherzer was thought uh, Max Scherzer was going to take a swing at one of those owners in there on Saturday. And then yesterday they met for six hours and they got very little accomplished. So why should today be any different? And this just in, it's looking like the owners and the idiot Rob Manfred have a plan. The plan? Intentionally disrupting the season. And there's your big take today. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He actually thought, okay, if we lock these guys out, we'll, we'll get to a, a quicker negotiation. What an idiot. It's almost as bad as his all-star game decision to move it out of Atlanta, letting politics get involved. This Manfred's, he, he's a real piece of work. For, I'll tell you what. All right, want to get to Kirby Smart right out of the gate here. No, he hadn't signed a new contract extension yet, but that's coming. Yeah, we'll I promise you, that is coming, and we're talking 10-plus years, 100-plus million dollars for Kirby Smart. It's coming down soon. And we are ready to uh, break it down for you. But today I want to talk about something else with Kirby Smart. I want to talk about Kirby or, or Coach Smart, his key to long-term success at Georgia. And here it is. Here's the answer to that. What is the key long-term success for Coach Kirby Smart? The key at Georgia? Here it is. Hiring quality assistant coaches. That is the key. Doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with recruiting. I mean, they're they're going to recruit quality players at a high level year after year after year. 
They've made a commitment to doing that. But to me, the key to long-term success for Kirby Smart, hiring quality assistant coaches. Kirby's now entering his seventh season at UGA. And by now, through the first six years, he has gone through his original assistant coaching A-list. I mean, he's already run right through that sucker. (laughs) Those names already scratched off the list. So now it gets a little trickier as he moves forward. And now he starts relying on others for input into who's going to be a good fit on his coaching staff. Now, the toughest job on Kirby's staff is the defensive backfield coach. And I believe he's had four and six years now. It's been a revolving door. And it's because it's the toughest job on the staff. I mean, imagine you got the head coach breathing down your neck. He's questioning every single decision that you make. Because Kirby played defensive back. Kirby cut his teeth as an assistant coach, the defensive backfield coach. So he's looking over this DB coach's shoulder, man, big time. All right, he's had four and six years. As I mentioned, he's run through that list that he had coming into the job. Second toughest job on Kirby's staff, offensive coordinator. And he's had three and six years. So every two years, getting a new offensive coordinator. See, Kirby's got the defensive expertise And the offensive coordinator is running the other side of the ball, so it's just a natural, we're going to knock heads on this. Makes it a tough job. Cheney, Coley, now Monken. Hey, defensive coordinator, three and six years also. Had Mel Tucker around to get it started, and then you plug in Dan Lanning. Now he's moved on. Now you got Schumann and Muschamp. Co-defensive coordinators. Offensive line coach set to hire the third offensive line coach going into a seventh year. And these are all critical hires. And Kirby has had a really good role model in Nick Saban, who's done this over in Alabama. Alabama. Saban's had a revolving door over there. And why is that? Well, it's because Saban's going to work you to a nub. And his assistant coach, dude, he's expecting you to be there at 4.30 in the morning. And he's expecting you to be there at midnight. And the grind is on when you're on Nick Saban's staff. You're working long hours and you're getting chewed out occasionally. You're working your butt off. And so what happens is these assistant coaches, they stay there a couple of years, long enough to rehab their reputation, long enough to get Nick Saban's name on his resume, and then you move on and capitalize on that, getting a bigger and better job. I think Kirby's in a really really good place as far as having the ability to hire good quality assistant coaches that will be a good fit under his leadership because he's got two of his college buddies now on the coaching staff and both Will Muschamp and Mike Bobo, guys that he trusts, guys that aren't afraid to tell Kirby Smart what the real deal is. You know, you get some of these other guys that don't really know you. They don't date back to the college days. There's, there's not that trust and appreciation for each other that is built in the relationship. So you get a lot of these new guys that come in. They're afraid to really tell it like it is. Not Muschamp and Bobo. And word has it that Kirby was, um, you know, wondering about Brian McClendon's work ethic. And boy, Will Muschamp, as I understand it, set him straight on that. He's a tremendous worker. He's a grinder. He can coach. He can recruit. Muschamp told Kirby Smart reportedly. And you saw that video. Did you see it? When McClendon showed up to take that Georgia job, Kirby met him out on the street outside that indoor football facility. Met him right there on the street. Pull on into this parking spot. Let me give you a hug. Welcome to the coaching staff, Brian. Yeah, Kirby's in really good shape right now. He's got people that he can trust already on the coaching staff that will help him determine who will be a good fit 
on his coaching staff at Georgia. And that is, to me, the key to Kirby's long-term success. Continue to hire really good coaches that fit what he wants done. Because it's going to be a revolving door. That's what it's going to be. Let's get to the Buck Show headline on this Monday, brought to you by Grease Monkey. And did you see that boy from Valdosta? Well, he lived in Valdosta for a little bit. At the Honda Classic down there in Palm Beach, win his first PGA Tour victory. Sepp Straka stepped up big time, man, and won that Honda Classic for his first PGA Tour win. Really fun to watch. And DT, as a matter of fact, they they cut back on the mentions of the bear trap. Maybe they heard the show last Friday. You still heard it if you were listening, certainly. But yeah, yeah, I didn't hear it as much, yeah, though. Not as I, bad. Maybe I really did. appreciated that. I mean, they, they talk about grinding it down to enough. Previously, that's all you heard about was the bear trap, bear trap, bear trap. Maybe because this week the front, that little stretch on the front nine was just about as tough as the bear trap was playing. So that might have had something to do with it. But do you see the end? Do you see the, the bottom just fall out at the yeah, end? Yeah, I mean, uh, Straka had to finish in the rain. It was pouring. That wasn't any fun. I checked in with some of my sources about Sepp Straka. Now, from Austria. His mom's from Moultrie, Georgia. The dad is from Austria. They moved to Valdosta when he's like 13 years old, as I understand it. Now, he goes to Lowndes. He's not at Valdosta High. But goes to Lounge. But he's a member of the clubs down there uh, playing golf. And one of my best friends is giving me a little uh, insight on Sepp Straka. He says he's the ultimate grinder. He had a brother. He's got a brother that seemed to be the most talented on the golf course. But Sepp was the grinder in the family. And, uh, you know, I was looking at his... His resume there on the PGA Tour, and it said Sap Straka was at Georgia from like 11 to 16. And I went, wow, that seems like a long time. Well, guess what he did? He went up to Chris Hack. He had already been on campus three years, and he told Hack to redshirt me. Redshirt me because I want to work on my game even more. A little self-awareness. No, not I'm a lot telling of, you, man, you never hear anything like that. Yeah, like you that. got a guy going in... Uh, He's got it uh, going into a, as an upperclassman saying, I want to be redshirted. Normally, that's for the freshman that is wet behind the ears or physically has not developed. This guy had been there three years and said, redshirt me, coach, because I want to work on my game. And so that's what he is. He's a grinder. And his brother was really uh, the superior talented golfer, but uh, not as tough. Except. Well, natural talent will only take you so far, especially in a skilled game like golf. But first, first Austrian to ever win on the PGA Tour. Yeah. And another Georgia golfer on tour. I believe the 14th. double digit. Yeah. 14th Georgia player to win on tour. That's pretty impressive. And they were happy down in Valdosta yesterday seeing him get the job done. And also on Friday, we completed the Chili Dip Open. And did you miss Team Gorman slash Baloo? Here's a little announcement they made at the tournament on Friday. Finishing third in the 2022 Chili Dip Open is Buck Blue, along with two sales guys who should have been working, Jason Gorman and Mike McClain. <laughs> third. Yeah, 10 under 62, baby. Good for third place. People Which was a little low. disappointed. That was a little disappointing. I felt really good with our score, though. We were six under on the front, four under on the back for the 10 under 62. We knew that there would be some pencil whipping going on out there. It's a scramble. You got to assume these things. And look, Gorman and McLean were both fantastic. They were cutting deals out on the golf course. And to me, that was encouraging. You know, I'm, I'm marking off the distance, and I've got my little distance reader, and, you know, I'm reading the greens, and, and these guys are on the phone cutting deals. Here at 680, the fan, which was very impressive. And McLean was rolling the rock, man. I tell you, Gorman hit some good shots. I played pretty well. I was really proud of the 10 under third place. Their chili dip open. And the chili, everybody I keep asking, they asked two questions over the weekend. Baloo, what place did y'all finish? 
That was number one. Well, third place. Third place? Come on, man. That's terrible. And then they said, how was the chili? Well, the chili was awesome. DT, did you have some? I really like the, it was real meaty. Yeah. I don't like the tomatoey chili. Yeah, all soupy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. This, they had the big and, chunks of meat in there, well, man. Four different types of chili, too, Buck. Uh, whether you like, yeah, there was one that was almost like a Brunswick stew uh, hybrid. You get the, the white bean chili. It, it was, they had it all, and it was wonderful. Yeah, it was awesome. Third place. For Team Baloo and Gorman. We got to do better than that. But I think it's a pretty good start. I mean, it was the first major of the year. We all had, we hadn't played a lot of golf. I I can't say I was really confident in my game coming out there. But, you know, there's something about that first hole at Bears Best where I just step up there and have so much confidence. And I was able to hit our approach shot. We're about 170, 175. Hit a uh, six iron, choked down on the six iron, and hit it up there about four feet. Knocked in the birdie putt. So we're one under after one. That number one at Bears Best, I like that, how both sides of the rough, uh, the the grade, it, it rolls the ball back down into the fairway. And you can see the green down there as you're hitting. It kind of builds some confidence for you. Yeah, good stuff. A lot of golf. Talking about it over the weekend. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, who are the freaks at the NFL Combine this week? I've got a, I've got a short list, and I'll reveal that next. Glad you're with us today on this Monday for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan 680 and 93.7. <laughs> Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on Earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org slash hero. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. We appreciate you very much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Your Monday's off to a great start. And want to remind you, too, uh, look, if the shows on the station are not enough, remember the, the podcast part. Brought to you by Associated Credit Union. A lot of us, in fact, most of us have podcasts outside the show. Like, I've got Buck's Beat, and we've got episode 52 up right now. I'm talking with former Braves pitcher. And um, we've got uh, a long list of names. Typically, what we're doing is we're talking about uh, the Bulldogs and the Braves, all right? Like the Braves, for instance. I've had uh, Chipper Jones, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, Brian Snitker, former Brave Adam Wainwright, now star with the Cardinals. Pete Smith on right now, episode 52. Bulldogs, all the big names through the years, coming on, kicking it around with me. Want to invite you to check that out. Podcast Park brought to you by Associated Credit Union. From the Braves to the Dogs, we've got you covered. Like McAlpin's got the Frozen Rope Report. Matt Lana's got about three or four of these podcasts out there. And you can get all of these uh, wherever it is you get your podcast. Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Make sure you check some of that. Check that out. And we're going to start this segment with a very special NFL Top 5. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Five. All right, who are the freaks at this combine gets underway tomorrow up in Indianapolis? The Belushio NFL top five freaks at the combine. 
And let's start with Oregon defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau. Man, they say he's got big-time potential. You know, that word scares me off. When I think about my Falcons sitting there at eight, like, let's say that Kayvon Thibodeau, who is 6'5", 260 pounds, looks like Adonis, got that explosive first step that just mesmerizes these NFL scouts. He's going to throw down in that figure eight drill for edge rushers when he gets out on the field. Man, he's going to look good in shorts walking around. A ton of potential. But I tell you what, if he's there at eight, I hope the Falcons pass on him. My concern is here's a guy that, you know, when they start throwing that term potential out, that concerns me. That means he hadn't done anything yet. Talk with Chuck Smith about this. Chuck, the Miss Doctor Pass Rush here in Metro Atlanta. He brought up one time Thibodeau. He lacks the pass rush moves that get you to the quarterback. Just doing it on talent alone. No technique at all. Plus, he's marginal against the run. And I also wonder about the love of the game. What is that for Thibodeau? Is he in it just for the money? That's huge as you determine who you're going to take in the first round. Thibodeau, you're going to hear a lot about him being a freak at the Combine. And you'll hear that term, too, about Alabama offensive tackle Evan Neal. Neal, you see a lot of these mock drafts right now. And they've uh, most of them have Evan Neal going number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, man, walking in in shorts, they're going to say, my goodness, 6'7", 350 pounds, powerful, athletic. He's got the strong anchor. You know what the concern is on him, though, as far as being a freak? Is that he's too big. He was like 390 in high school. And you got some of the scouts wondering, why is it he's the the lightest he's ever been coming into the combine? Makes me wonder, though, when he gets that big contract, is he still going to be 350? Or is he going to balloon back up to 390? I wonder about that. Here's another freak, number three, Derek Stingley out of LSU. Freak. Elite athleticism. You know, I like that for a cornerback, elite athleticism. I mean, he's going to run that 40 and sub 4-5. And this guy, as far as any cornerbacks in the room, is as fluid as you're going to see when it comes time at the snap of the ball to turn, flip the hips, and run with these explosive wide receivers. Vertical jump's going to be outstanding. I really like this guy. Good anticipation, can play man and zone coverage. He's a willing tackler. You know, if he's there at number eight, I'd love to see the Falcons take this freak. Number four, Kyle Hamilton, Atlanta area kid that went to Notre Dame. He's a defensive back, and they call him a generational talent. He's got length at 6'4 and 220. He's got cover skills. He can cover tight ends. Can match up on wide receivers. He's a great tackler. He's got outstanding anticipation. Now, the Falcons took a safety with the second round pick last season. I love Kyle Hamilton, but not in a Falcons uniform this time around. And number five on the list, Traylon Burks, Arkansas wide receiver. Man, he's going to look good. When he takes that T-shirt off and walks out in front of those personnel guys, 6'3", chiseled at 225. He's running the sub-fo-fo. Smooth route runner. He's got large, soft hands. Yards after contact. Hold on now. The Falcons need a receiver. We've only got one right now. Well, I'd love to see Traylon Burks in a Falcons uniform. All right, I got a couple that made honorable mention. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, defensive end. He's going to test well at the Combine. And this guy was a big-time basketball player. 
down at Upson Lee. And he has come on very physical, uh, intimidating-looking guy. Trayvon Walker's going to test well. Then you got that quarterback out of Liberty, Malik Willis. Biggest arm at any of the quarterbacks. He's going to show that thing off. He's going to test well, very athletic. Trayvon Walker and Malik Willis, honorable mention. They're my, the Buck Belusio NFL top five freaks at the Combine, which gets cranked up tomorrow. Buck's top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. All right, Road Dog just handed me this. It's time to putt for the Porsche. In 2022, golf season's here with the chili dip, the year's first major, chipping uh, t- teeing off last Friday. want you to join uh, Chuck and Chernoff. They'll be there Thursday. The PGA Tour Superstore Sugarloaf, they'll be there from 2 to 6. Coming up on Thursday, it's your chance to qualify. All you got to do is sink a putt, and you win the 2022 Porsche Macan from Hennessy Porsche North Atlanta. The finalists will also receive a Breitling Super Ocean Watch from Brown and Company Jewelers, regardless of the putting outcome. And everyone who qualifies gets an M-Craft putter from Mizuno. Ooh, those things are beautiful, man. PGA Tour, Superstore gift cards, and dinner. Get this from Fogo de Chon. I always said Fogo de Chow, but I, I guess I've been saying it wrong all these years. So we appreciate them being a part of it. For more information, official rules, visit 680thefan.com. Qualify for your chance to putt for the Porsche this Thursday, 2 to 6, PGA Tour Superstore at Sugarloaf. And it's brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore, Hennessy, Porsche, North Atlanta, Brown and Company Jewelers, Mizuno, and Fogo de Chon. So be a part of that coming up on Thursday. All right, I want to talk a little Falcons football while I got a chance. And the Falcons staff already in Indianapolis, and they have got plenty of holes to fill on this Falcons team. I mean, you look at defense, we need defensive linemen. We need edge rushers. We need a linebacker. We need cornerback. We need safety. And we every position group on the Falcons defense, we need some uh, some players to step in and try to lift this organization. Offensively, let's take a quick look. Need offensive linemen. Certainly need wide receivers. We got one. We need a running back. Big-time needs all across the board for Fontenot. And i tell you what, man, I want to see the Falcons get a legitimate running back on this roster. And so I hope we're going to hear, I hope D-Led reports that Fontenot is down there checking out the running back group as they go through the combine workouts. And you're seeing Arthur Smith running a lot of zone running concepts, so you need a running back that can fit what they do. And I've got three names written down here. Guys, I'm not even looking at a running back on the first round, so uh, Medina, don't worry about that, right? I mean, you, you don't take a running back in the first round anymore. So we're looking at day two here, and I like Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A&M. Really watched him uh, playing at Texas A&M. Uh, like the uh, physicality he plays with. I mean, this dude's six foot two fifteen, so you know checks the box as far as uh, the weight and the size. Uh, good size there coming into the combine. Uh, guy runs with really good vision and balance. He can make you miss. He can run through you. And he's really good on third down. I think here's a guy that gets it. He knows that to thrive and make an NFL roster, you've got to be able to be effective on third down. You've got to be able to pass protect. You've got to be able to catch the ball. You've got to be able to run rounds. I've seen Spiller be able to do all three of those things at Texas A&M. He would be a really nice pickup on day two for the Atlanta Falcons. I like Kyron Williams kind of coming out of Notre Dame. Now, he's a little bit undersized. We're talking 5'9", 205, but a really good zone fit. When you're talking about the scheme that Arthur Smith is running offensively, this guy is excellent on third down, really good in pass protection despite the fact he's undersized. This guy is a former wide receiver, so he knows how to run routes. He knows what coverage he's going up against. He can catch the ball and do good things with it. I like this dude, Kyron Williams, another one that would be a good pickup on the second day. And I've talked about this gentleman before over the last couple of weeks out of Alabama. Brian Robinson checks the box as far as the size and weight, 6'1", 225. 
Going to be interesting to see what he runs the 40 in. Really uh, important for all these running backs to lay down a good 40 time. Look, nobody's going to be impressed with a running back running a 4.65 or 4.7. So, Brian Robinson, what you going to run? Like the way he plays tough. There's a lot of tread left on the tire because of what he's done over at Alabama. Got to see a lot of other Alabama running backs play the game, which helps him now as he enters this phase of his football career. So three guys, man. I hope the Falcons are taking a good look at him. Isaiah Spiller, Kyron Williams, and Brian Robinson. I guarantee on Monday, there are a lot of things popping out there. Let's find out what's popping. You're right, Buck. Lots popping. I mean, we got to have this in the show every Monday. That's good. I would catch up on the weekend. Yeah. Even with no baseball. Waiting on that. How about still, that Sepp Straka, man? Boy. Talk about. Tell you what, they're it's talking beautiful. about him down in Valdosta today. Clutch to hit those those shots on the And then the finish out in the rain. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll start, start with the Bulldog. Or the Bulldogs, I should say. Any word for Coach Kirby Smart? Is they looking for an offensive line coach? Man, I'm telling you, everywhere I went this weekend, the grocery store. Uh, let's see where else were we at. Um, yeah, Academy had people coming up saying, hey, man, who's Kirby going to hire for that offensive line coaching job? Everybody wants to know. It's a big hire. Tell you, word on the street right now, Stacy Searles, who's at North Carolina, and he's an SEC guy. So keep an eye on that name, Searles. We'll keep an eye on it, Buck. Uh, the, the, the future, uh, there was a lot of speculation, a lot of these guys... Working in football, speculation of where are they going to go out and join the media. Did Sean McVay right, make the right decision? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a football coach, isn't he? He's got no background in media. This idea that McVay was going to uh, win the Super Bowl and then go take a TV job just seems a little ridiculous to me. I mean, I'm sure he would learn how to do that effectively. Yeah, a lot of these guys don't have experience. But come on, he's got no experience. And did they teach him that at Marist? No, they taught him how to call plays and run that option, brother. So I look at the word was Amazon. Uh, Amazon had scheduled a meeting with McVeigh to talk about him being the color analyst as they stream the Thursday night football games. And the word on the street, they, they were going to set to offer him five years, $100 million. And I bet his fiance, he's set to get married this summer. I bet his fiance brought up the point that, look, that coaching, you got to work too many long hours as a head coach, football coach. I mean, you're, you're caught up in that. We're going to work like 22-hour days. It's got to be tempting to take so a break I never that. see you. I, you know, maybe you need to take a look at this broadcasting gig. You got one game a week. You're home most of the time. We could go hang out by the pool, hang out with celebrities and that kind of thing. But instead, McVeigh said he's going to run it back. And I think he made the right move there. Wishing him the best with that marriage this summer. Well, transitioning, uh, Buck, to some sad news in college football. Fiddleson? Yeah, sad news. Uh, Lionel James, former Auburn running back. And I played against this guy. And at Little Train James, he'd get behind those big offensive linemen, and you couldn't see where he was at. And then next thing you know, he's broken through that line of scrimmage, and he is gone. Now, this guy was fun to watch, electric. Really showed out at Auburn and had five really quality seasons for the San Diego Chargers. He was the team captain for Auburn in 83, so... Say his teammates thought a heck of a lot about him. They uh, in '83 Auburn won the SEC title for the first time in 26 years. He was the team captain. Rest in, rest in peace, Lionel James. Well, Buck, college local college players headed for the combine. Which of our local guys? This is just a business trip for these guys. Who should we have an eye on? We have a business trip. Huh? I think James Cook is one of them. 
Remember, uh, the, the Georgia running back, he pulled out of the senior bowl, and the word was he wanted to focus on his 40 time. So you start working out with a track coach. And you you uh, you smooth out that 40-yard dash technique so you can lay down the faux five. And everybody goes, oh, wow, did you see him running? Woo! Man, he's fast. James Cook is one of those guys looking to show up in Indianapolis and showing up with a briefcase and a suit. This is a business trip for him. Jamari Sawyer's another one. Do you know some of these NFL scouts call him unathletic? Sawyer? Yeah, unathletic. Are you kidding me? He dominated Aiden Hutchinson. He handled Will Anderson Jr. as well as anybody. And moving around on the line as yeah, well. He's playing left tackle, yeah. and then he goes to right guard. And he's showing out at both spots. I would think of his strength is what I think of, but I, I wouldn't consider him not to be athletic. I tell you, he's going to interview well, too, Jamari Sawyer. Salier. Some, some people call him Salier. Salier. He's going to interview well, too. A, well a well-spoken dude, uh, intelligent guy. He's an impressive guy. I think he's going to show up right now. I mean, he's slotted as a, a third round pick maybe a second round pick i think he's a first round caliber player so i think he's another one that's showing up with the business trip mentality and then the third guy i'm going to mention is out of clemson justin ross when clemson beat alabama years ago he was a difference maker out on the edge at the x wide receiver spot had the neck or back injury that really set him back now people are wondering is he that big time receiver or is he a guy we want to stay away from the interviews and the meds medical checkout will be huge for this guy. This is a business trip for Justin Ross also. Well, best of luck to all those guys. That's what's popping. Always a lot popping on Monday. I believe that leads us right into the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25 20 Table is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Yeah, let's talk a little bulldog football. Spring training rapidly approaching. They're going through the strength and conditioning program right now over in Athens, and I've got a list. It seems like the, more or less a list kind of show so far, but I've got a, a list of five. Five seems to be the magic number today, too. The list of five breakout Bulldogs in 2022. Now, the translation on that one. For Georgia to contend in this 22 season, they need these five guys to step up and take charge. And at the top of the list for me, Amarius Mims. Year number three as an offensive lineman. We've seen a little glimpse of him, have not seen very much of him in the first two years. 6'7", 335 pounds. They need him to emerge. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, Blue, where is he going to play? Because you got Broderick Jones at left tackle. I would imagine you'll have Rat a Ratledge who won the job at right guard last year before he got hurt will be at left guard, Van Pran at center. You got McClendon at right tackle. So where in the world is Marius Mims going to play? I would say take a look at him at right guard. Massive dude. Strong anchor. And a guy after two years in the program should be as fit as he's ever been and is comfortable in the system, knows the offense, the blocking schemes, the run game, the pass protections. He should be totally comfortable with that after being on campus for two years. Played in eight games, some cleanup time last year. Looked for a Marius Mims to break out this season for the Bulldogs. Number two, uh, they need linebackers to step up and, and be accounted for. And I believe Jamon Dumas-Johnson is a guy that... There's some whispers going around. that They got some five-star linebackers up there, but they're saying this guy is the one to keep an eye on. 6'1", 235, so he checks that box. He's big. He's physical. 
uh, experience, played in 14 games last season. A lot of it on special teams, got some mop-up reps, a physical player that can cover, which is very important, especially if you want to beat Alabama. Jamon Dumas-Johnson. Number three, Kamari Lasseter. Very skilled cornerback. Now, he was undersized showing up his first year with the program last year. I mean, he's barely six foot, 180 pounds. So what does this guy had to do? Well, he had to hit the weight program. He had to get stronger to be able to compete with some of these wide receivers on those 50-50 balls. So I think this is huge for him, the strength and conditioning program that he's going through right now. Played a lot on special teams, 15 games. He should be comfortable in the scheme. Now that he's bigger and stronger, he certainly is going to have the opportunity. He's going to get a lot of reps this spring. A limited number of cornerbacks that will be practicing for the Georgia defense. Keep an eye on Kamari Lasseter. Nyland Green's another one in the same spot. Freshman a year ago, been around the campus for a year now, more prepared, more comfortable, a little bigger than Lasseter, 6'1", 185. He will get a lot of good looks during the spring also, working against these Georgia wide receivers. Tell you, they need cornerbacks to step up and play next to Keeley Ringo. Lasseter and Green will get a good look during the spring football practice. Can't wait to see G-Day. I'm going to be focused in on these cornerbacks. And then finishing it out, it's going to be Kendall Milton at running back. Here's a guy that's been dinged up and injured the first two years on campus, but he is highly skilled, tough runner, can make you miss, can run, can catch. Heading into his third year, Uh, Again, if Georgia wants to contend with Alabama, contend for a back-to-back SEC title, I think Kendall Milton's going to be one of the most important guys on this Georgia roster. And there's your Bulldog Roundtable today. Southern Company Business of Sports segment each week on The Fan is presented by our good friends at Southern Company. Look, if it's impacting business in Atlanta and the local sports scene, we've got it covered. Business of Sports presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities they serve. Got a football, college football nugget out there. We'll hit that next as we finish up the Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust. Tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org slash hero. It's Buck Blue Show jamming on this Monday morning. Hopefully your Monday off to a great start. We had a great weekend. And we hope you'll hang out with us the rest of the week. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, here on The Fan, The Baloo Show. Love Mondays. There's just so much going on. Plus, we get to talk about playing golf over the weekend. That, that really, I needed that on Friday. Hadn't played golf, I believe, in three months. Because we've been so busy at the Baloo household. Three high schoolers. You can only imagine how busy that can get. So I hadn't teed it up lately, and I was a little hesitant going into the tournament because they're expecting me to hit some shots. But ended up playing pretty well, man. And I tell you, it was just so awesome being with both Gorman and McLean, two of our sales aces here at 680 The Fan. They were cutting deals during the course of the round, and uh, we had a lot of fun out on the golf course and played pretty well. In fact, there was a big announcement made after the tournament. Finishing third in the 2022 Chili Dip Open is Buck Blue, along with two sales guys who should have been working, Jason Gorman and Mike McClain. Third, 
<laughs> 10 under 62, nothing to be embarrassed about. That's surprising, though. You know, Gorman's usually a better cheater than that. I guess he's saving all his uh, foot wedges for the bucking, uh, for the uh, classic coming up later this year in June. Oh, that's terrible. You know what happened? He had his uh, A player had to pull out of the event. Uh, I don't know if it was business-related, work-related, but uh, something came up, and, and Gorman's A player could not make it over to Bears Best on Friday. So that impacted where we were, but we recovered. I mean, 10 under 62, you got to feel pretty good about that. At least I do. Yeah, on a tough track that was looking really nice, too. Yeah, man, you're not getting a lot of roll out there. It's a little bit wet, but those greens were absolutely perfect. I tell you, Ian Grimwade and that whole staff at Bears Best out in Swanee do an awesome job. If you hadn't played that track, a melting pot of, of Jack Nicholas's top 18 holes on the eastern side of the country, east of the Mississippi. Get out there and tee it up, play a little golf with them. Let's get that college football nugget in before the show's over. Mm, tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, we got some reports swirling about Kirby Smart hiring an offensive line coach. And apparently, Mac Brown is not real happy right now. In fact, he's furious. His offensive line coach, Stacy Searles, just went in and told him reportedly he's leaving to take the Georgia offensive line job. And I believe North Carolina, they start like spring football practice in, a, in the coming days. So, Coach Brown, I need a second. Coach, I know we got spring football getting cranked up here in a couple of days, but I'm going to have to leave you. And he's been with Mac for six years. Three of them at North Carolina. So, good luck with that, Mac Brown. Stur uh, Searle's 56 years young. He's coached 25 NFL offensive linemen, including 11 NFL draft picks during his 30-year coaching tenure. And this will be the second go-around. He's a former All-American offensive lineman at Auburn, where he started his coaching career there. Went to App State for a few years. Two years at Cincinnati, joined Saban's staff at LSU, helped him win that national championship under Saban down there in 2003. Spent four years in Baton Rouge. And then he joined Mark Richt at Georgia in 2007. Offensive line for four years he was handling, and they did a really solid job under Searles. Went, hung out with Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech for a couple of years. Went back with Rick to Miami where he coached a couple of more. And then hooked up with uh, Mac Brown. Now he's heading back to Georgia reportedly. Yeah, North Carolina, they start spring football practice tomorrow. And he's telling him today, I'm gone. Coach, I, I appreciate you. But I'm going to have to go on back to Athens. Be Kirby Smart's offensive line coach. And there's your college football nugget. So Kirby working pretty fast, filling that offensive line job. And I like this hire. I started the show today essentially talking about how the key to Kirby Smart's future at Georgia, the longevity being successful over a longer period of time, is his ability to do like Nick Saban and hire quality assistant coaches that are good fits on his coaching staff. All right, let's get to the final word. And wanted to give you a heads up on what we got coming up later this week on the show. Tomorrow, I got Coach Bo coming on. Brian Bohannon, head coach at Kennesaw State. He's got the Owls playing a really good brand of football, and that is a campus on the move. We'll hang out with Coach Bo tomorrow on the show. Thursday, got the Georgia Bulldog baseball coach, Scott Strickland's going to hang. Talk a little Georgia baseball. 
And here at the fan, man, we got to cover this Georgia-Georgia Tech three-game series going on later this week. Friday, Georgia playing at Russ Chandler Stadium in hashtag 404. Six o'clock start. Bulldogs and Jackets down on the flats. Then Saturday at 2 o'clock in Athens, Foley Field. Love that place. Game two of this three-game series. Then on Sunday, 2 o'clock at Cool Ray Field. Got the 19th annual Spring Classic for kids. And 680 the fan broadcasting all three games. We'll preview with Coach Strickland coming up Thursday on the show. We got more on Wednesday. That's what we have so far. And wanted to alert you about that. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. DT, great job. Uh, Road Dog, great to have you in, buddy. Uh, Nerny, you're awesome. We appreciate you. That's going to do it for the Blue Show today. Remember now, if you missed the show, you can check out that show podcast. And check it out anytime, anywhere. Brought to you by Beaver Toyota. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services and estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair. The ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org hero. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit.